0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is The Movies That Made Me with your hosts, Josh Olson, and Joe Dante. Thank you,
0: thank you, thank you so much for all your kind words about the movie on on the on the social platforms.
1: Oh, for sure. Well, let's let's. Um, so, we are uh, very excited. We're trying to make this happen for a little while. Um, we have got the director SS Rajamuli with us, who's uh, directed a movie that Joe and I and a lot of other people have been uh, uh, raving about for a while now, RRR, uh, which is which on Netflix, for... which stands for I'm still not 100% sure. Um, one, of, one of the words is roar. Rise, roll, roar.
0: roar. <laughs>
1: Rise, roar, 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 There you go. Uh, but this is a film. Um, my friend, Dan waters, uh, who's always on top of everything saw it. I guess there was an IMAX screening in Los Angeles many, many, many months ago. Yes. And I got an email from him saying, you need to keep an eye out for this movie. Uh, cause we didn't expect it to get any kind of theatrical release beyond that. He's like, when it comes out on Blu-ray, you have to get this. You have to show it at your movie night. And, um, then it came out, uh, on Netflix several months ago, or I guess about two months ago now. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, people in sort of the, uh, you know, movie, movie world online, at least that I, that I'm tapped into started freaking out about it. And I was in the middle of something, uh, I'll tell you, I was, I was in the middle of adopting a child I was in St. Louis and we were in hotels with tiny TVs. I was like, I am not going to watch this on a tiny little TV. And I felt like I sat there on the sideline for weeks <laughs> While everybody was getting to see this film. And I think I that's when I sent you the, the the lake, Joe. And Joe starts going, Oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. And and literally the first thing we did once we got home, so I have a nice projector set up, is we sat down, my two nieces were here. They had never seen an Indian film. They're in their twenties. And and we watched it. Um, I think I, I, their response was I think my favorite thing about it. They just lost their minds. They're like, What this is amazing. This is incredible. They were intimidated by the running time. I will say, for an Indian film, it's very short, right? It's only three <laughs> hours and five minutes. Um, uh, am I wrong? Your previous film somewhere in the five-hour range, is that correct? No, no, no. Uh, 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 yeah, pounds. even by Indian
0: standards, standards three hours is a little bit longer. We usually oh. have two hours, thirty minutes, two and a half hours kind of movies is a, a regular thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because is- I'm <laughs> used to longer.
1: I'm used to longer ones. But I remember at one point we had to pause the film for something and, and one of my nieces saw that there was still an hour and 50 minutes to go and she went, oh, yay. <laughs> it's, it's just, if you have not seen this film yet, put this on pause. We're not going anywhere. Go watch it. Come back in three hours and five minutes because um, uh, we, are, we are thrilled and honored to have uh, the director here with us. And um, coming to us from where, where are you in India right now, sir?
0: I'm in Hyderabad, Josh. Uh, this is uh, uh, south, south, southern part of India. Uh, okay. uh, the state is called Telangana, and this is the capital city of Telangana, Hyderabad. This is where I live.
1: Okay, and are you um, working on something right now, or have we caught you in sort of downtime?
0: No, uh, uh, I'm just relaxing, uh, cooling off, taking my time. Uh, I just uh, actually, just today, uh, we started just Uh, dabbling with a couple of ideas.
1: Oh, wonderful. We're looking forward to those, but it also gives those of us uh, to whom you were new a chance to catch up on uh, your previous films. Because apparently, uh, Joe, I think three of your movies are uh, uh, in the top five highest grossing movies in India. Yes. Uh, Yes, they are.
0: Yes. I mean, previously I made a a film called uh, Bahubali. It is is a two-part film. Bahubali 1, Bahubali 2, and uh, yeah, they are the top-grossing films in India, including Arara.
1: And those are also uh, on Netflix right now, so.
0: Yeah, yes, they're also on
1: Netflix. Yeah,
2: well. um, Which is a big change from what used to be on this side of the the water. Uh, It used to be very difficult to see uh, Indian films. Yeah. Uh, If you were lucky in a big city, there might be a theater that caters to uh, that particular clientele, but for the most part, they were not easy to be found. And um, and and I frankly had never heard of of this film until Josh sent me the link, and um and I realized how difficult it is for people to stay abreast of what's going on uh, in international cinema, even though we actually have more access now than we than we ever did. I mean, due to Netflix, which is seems to be thriving on the idea of um, distributing films from other countries. Uh, and so in, in a sense, it, it, it's sort of a golden age in terms of being able to, um, see things that you just wouldn't be able to see otherwise. I mean, I, I was on a jury in uh, Venice with uh, Anurag Kashyap, uh, and he, uh, showed a a, num- a couple of his pictures. And of course they were quite long and, um, and, and sort of classical style, uh, Indian films. But except for Satyajit Ray, we we really didn't get a lot of uh, Indian films when I was growing up.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's definitely opened up a lot of doors. Um, how how have have you gotten a sense of the reaction over here? Does it feel different from previous movies to you? Because it it definitely does here. Uh,
0: yes, uh, it definitely does. I mean, we release. Uh, uh Indian films particularly the Telugu films the, the language which I uh make films in uh, across the uh, globe but but uh, mainly for the Indian diaspora not for I mean uh, US is a big market for us mm-hmm. uh, for the Telugu films but uh, rarely do uh, Americans watch the watch the film uh so until now until rrr happened even i didn't believe that i could cater films to western sensibilities i mean we all know the stories are same for uh, everyone if it works in one place it will work in another place but yeah. the sensibilities are different the cultures are different and uh, i thought i i cannot make it uh, i cannot cater to uh, western sensibilities but uh, i was so wrong uh, first it started as few tweets and and it 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 started uh, growing and growing and i uh, mean uh, people like uh, uh, directors like joe and uh, writers you no know, uh, people like you josh uh, 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 who uh, who have uh, a lot of influence you no know, when people like you also started tweeting then not just me including everyone in the industry thought okay we are we have made something that we didn't even uh, we also didn't know, so it was uh, uh, quite a quite a great feeling actually.
1: I can imagine, yeah, because it's it's not you did not see it coming, um, so it's kind of an additional success on top of all the other success you've had with the film. Uh, it, it's it's such a joy. It's such a joy. It's so fun, um, but uh, yeah. And then I saw it, and I was like, we we have to get this guy on the show because I want to find out. Um, you know one of the one of the aspects of our show is, of course, we are catering to a primarily western audience um and uh, but but watching your movie, I thought, um this is definitely a guy who's seen uh films outside of just uh, Indian movies. And I wanted to kind of pick your brain about sort of what had what had formed you as a filmmaker, what were the movies that had come in and kind of uh, turned you into who you are um because obviously you're i mean i can just tell by looking, you're somebody who loves movies.
0: Yeah, I I definitely definitely love movies. And uh yeah, I I'm I'm also looking forward for this as you pick my brain. Probably I'll discover something about myself too.
1: Oh well <laughs> they, fantastic. And it's been known to happen. It's been known to happen. Um well let's it's yeah, no, he, he sent me he sent me a list and it's an interesting and I assume you were catering to our audience because they're all uh for the most part either American or, or British films. So I, I have to assume there's a whole army of, of Indian movies that you've seen that or audience yes, would never exactly. be able to find yeah.
0: the it? the list the list, uh, yeah. I mean, the list is quite big i just i just uh dropped in whatever uh, came to my mind which i would i would say influenced i i'd I say these are the movies that i had absolute joy watching uh, i really really uh liked them loved them cried in the films and you know they stayed with me for a long long
1: time yeah um well that's that's what we want to hear about uh, i'm just gonna, i'm just going to start at the, at the top of this i mean you you mentioned a film i mean that i know joe and i both love uh charlie Chaplin's city lights um yes where yes. where did you first see that how did that come to you, and what you
0: <laughs> okay uh, uh i mean uh i i grew up in a very uh small town uh called kobur and I studied in another, uh, a little bit bigger town called Elur. In these two towns, I I spent most of my uh, schooling. Uh, And it is very rare to get English films there uh, in those days, in 80s, early 80s. So uh, suddenly one day, this film uh, City Lights came in. And I like like, uh, watching English movies because maybe I'm going a little bit off track, but My mom, she never believed, uh, I mean, she never thought too high of schooling. Uh, She never asked me to sit and study and read your school books, do your homework, uh, which was the norm in those days. She never pushed me to do that. Somehow she thought me getting a little bit of English, learning a little bit of English would do good for me. So she used to. Make me read comics and take me to English movies whenever they were available.
1: Wait, I can, I mean, can we uh, stop? For a minute? I think you've just described the ideal child childhood for most of us. You're saying your yes, mother didn't yes. push you on school
2: Never, and made you
1: read ever. comic books. Yeah,
0: I mean, in in my in the my exact whole,
1: opposite of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was uh, that was the best
0: thing to happen uh, happen to me. My mother, uh, so she. She never, she always like, if I'm sitting idle, uh, she she didn't like me sitting idle. She would say, why are you sitting idle? Go out and play. Or she would say, why are you sitting idle? Pick up a comic book and read. You know, <laughs> these are the two things she used to say. So, so when uh, uh, City Lights came in, I, I think, I, I don't, I, I don't think I, i knew charlie who charlie chaplin was at that time mm-hmm. <laughs> so i uh, okay one english film came and so i went and watched the movie and uh, two things that i uh, uh, remember about the about the movie was uh one is the the rich guy who keeps uh, for, uh, who keeps forgetting uh, who charlie chaplin is when he's sober yes. and he's <laughs> is drunk now that that setup was hilarious and and they're driving in the car and uh Chaplin says can you drive a bit slower and the guy says am i driving <laughs> <laughs> and the subtitles it, it was a silent film right the subtitles will come after the dialogue is mouth right. so it was like uh, uh, i i uh, that stuck in my mind even today i i tell kids about that that particular uh, sequence. And the second thing I remember at the, of the movie is the amount, how much I cried at the climax. Yeah. Uh, when the girl doesn't remember him and she mistakes another guy for this thing and, and Chaplin with his innocent face, the way he looks and yes. you know, how much I cried in the movie. I remember these two things about that movie. Of course, I enjoyed the whole, whole film, but uh, these two stayed with me.
1: And where, where did it, did it show at a local movie theater or how did, how did you. Yeah. yeah, It's a,
0: it's a a theater called uh, Mr. in Elur. Uh, uh, So what they do is usually they don't play English movies. It is uh, Telugu movies that play, but for morning, 11 a.m., 10 30 a.m., they, they play one, uh, one show. If none of the Telugu movies are playing at the time or not having a uh, uh, not big hits or something. So they take this, uh, morning show. We call that the morning show. Right. Uh, they used to play, uh, some of the English moves. That's where I saw it.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah. I, that is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I've been, I'm getting misty. Just thinking about that ending. It's uh, It's so powerful um, and so basic and so primal and, and yeah, not that we have to tie everything to your work, but, um. Uh, there, there is that element, um, you know, to your film that that the emotions are just so, so raw and so pure and so you know on people's faces that, that you can see them. Yeah. It's, uh, um, yeah. No, it's it's wonderful. Uh, well, how about how about here's here's what I get. Uh, ben Hur. I'm I'm assuming you mean the Charlton Heston one. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't remember there I saw it the first time because I must have seen the film about about 200, 300 times. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, uh, Especially the Chariot Chase itself. So uh, uh, in between the uh, VCDs and DVDs, uh, I don't know what was the progress in in the West, but here in India, we had the VCDs and before the DVDs came in, uh, the laser discs came in.
1: Right, laser discs. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Laser disc. So, my cousin uh, bought a laser disc player, and along with it, he, was, he got about 40 50 uh, laser discs free. Uh, so, one of the firms in that was uh, Bangar. Mm. Uh, this was in uh, Chennai, uh, late, late 80s or early 90s. So, I would go to his place every day. Pick up uh, uh, Ben Hur, put it in the uh, player, and watch it. And it was if I was coming to my cousin's house, it was a terror in the house because they know that I'm going to play the movie and again and again. Not only play, I would I would call them and make them and come and sit and watch again and again. <laughs> so uh, uh, so I mean it. It went for so so many years. Uh, mm-hmm. Even today, even today, I, would, I will watch the, uh, the, particularly the chariot race. Uh, I would definitely watch twice or thrice in a year, uh, really? no
1: doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and did you always, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's so funny because I, I think there's sort of two different types of filmmakers. And, and I, would, I would fall into the smaller category where I look at something like that and I go, I can't imagine what goes into making that scene. And you're the person who's sitting there watching it going, someday I'm going to make something this big and sprawling, course, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, uh, uh, I always uh, imagined that uh, it would be so nice if I had directed that uh, that one, even though it is a fantasy, even though it, it was not possible. I, I always, right from the first time I, I saw that, I always imagined it would be so nice if I had directed And also, like, I should do something like this. A chariot is something mm. like that. That speed, that intensity, that that emotion. No, uh, it's it's not just about the uh, uh, sequence. No, how right. we enter into the uh, uh, sequence. Uh, yeah. The yeah. the yeah. friends turned enemies, uh, uh, Judah and uh, uh, Mas- Masala, and and uh, the the revenge part of of it and how they prepare for the race and how Ben Hur talks to his horses before he yeah. goes into the uh, horses you know uh, everything uh, it's not just a, a, a mind boggling visual spectacle there are right. so many emotions pumped into that uh, uh, pumped into that uh, sequence so all of that makes it great not just the Um, yeah
1: oh absolutely yeah no and i was thinking about that the other day because somebody had put it it went around if you're tracking twitter you saw it um uh the 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 scene the the big assault with the animals from your movie somebody just tweeted it out as like this amazing thing and i'm watching it again and you know people would not see the movie are going oh my god and i'm thinking this is an amazing scene on its own but when you see it in the film the thing that makes the movie great and with any great film is, is by the time you get to that scene, you're so invested in those characters and their relationships and why they're doing that and what's happening that it just, it's a thousand times more powerful in context. But yes. it's yes. it's pretty insanely wonderful on its own. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, it's so good. Um, We've well, got a bunch of epics here. I mean, a little more recent. Um, Braveheart. Yeah. yeah. You, you saw that one in theaters, I imagine, right?
0: Yes, yes, uh, I I saw it in uh, uh, Chennai, the uh, the southern city. Um, at that uh, in the 90s, um, uh, late 80s and uh, uh, 90s, I was I was there where I started my film career as a. I I worked in a recording theatre. I worked as an editing assistant, apprentice, not even assistant. I worked as an assistant story writer to my father itself. I worked as an assistant director. So that, those are my formative years, I would say. And uh, yeah, when I saw Ben-Hur, at the time I was already aspiring to become a director. So I would say that is a huge, huge influence on me. Mel Gibson as a director, how he enhances uh, uh, the drama by slowing down the, the time. Just before the, the blow comes, how he slows down uh, uh, the timeline mm. uh, with the number of cuts or slow motions or enhancing emotions before the bam, uh, the the bang comes in. Yeah, I'm so so impressed with it. Uh, uh, I mean, I copied so many of his scenes <laughs> in my uh, in my films. I for me, for me, he's like a kind of guru. You know, yeah, uh, we, guru is a teacher. Uh, a teacher, yeah. so I consider him. in In our epics, we have an epic called uh, Mahabharata. In that, there are two characters: Drona, a teacher, and Eklavya, a disciple. But the the teacher uh, uh, and the disciple they don't meet. The disciple uh, keeps a, a statue of his teacher there, and he self-teaches himself you know <laughs> right uh, so, uh, so it's almost uh, mel gibson is like that for me i i adore him and i uh, adore him so much so uh, yeah the sense of drama in action enhancing the action with drama i think i'm heavily influenced by him in fact if you see the 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 song in in rrr when mm-hmm. uh, when Beam is tied up and he's being uh, whipped and he starts singing the song and the people get inspired that is uh, very much inspired by the Braveheart uh, climax
1: oh that makes sense, I absolutely yeah. can see that, and, and you also you also mentioned as we're on, on Mel um, Apocalypto, which I don't think anybody's ever talked about on our show, have they Joe? Or I don't think so what a film it is uh,
0: yeah. uh, I mean uh, I, can, I can the way uh, that innocent young mother uh, who is left in the ditch and you are already feeling sorry for her and and the water uh, starts uh, filling the uh, well up. Oh, God, and you yeah. feel you know, how much torture this director is going to give this poor girl. And she starts having the pains. Now it is like, oh my God, he's going too much. And then the change of expression on her face, she gets the kid on her shoulders. And the Delivers baby herself under in the water is like, oh my god! That is like <laughs> Mel Gibson at his best.
1: <laughs> I yeah, that, that one I I love that one so much. You're you're a fan, aren't you, Joe? I did. I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, it's just an astonishing film, and um, I know a lot of people had had issues with it for various and such reasons, and I'm sure they're 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 right. Yeah, but the, Just as as a movie, um, <laughs> the violence
0: part of it is a. A bit
1: that beheading, or uh, that part is a, a bit. He can be, yeah. There's something. There's something there with him. He get he gets overly. I mean, and I don't mind violence in films, but he gets particularly brutal sometimes. I think there's uh, some issues. Well, *Passion of the out. Christ* is a, is a horror film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the some of the stuff in that is is yeah yeah you can't show your mother um but it does I, I can't even describe it, but it does sometimes seem to sort of go over um and i I don't know how to really define that I've seen things that are more graphic that don't upset me as much but sometimes he'll sort of cross a line with you and you'll start to feel this sort of lurching in your stomach and, yeah. okay. um, but uh very very interesting filmmaker um uh well how about how about another classic absolute classic uh Joe are you familiar with a film called the Good the Bad and the Ugly It rings a bell. (laughs) (laughs) I I have to know, though, because you're you're seeing these things. Have you you seen it in a theater? Uh, No, I couldn't. It's great in a theater. It's so great in a theater, yeah. yeah. So you'll have to come to America. You have to let us show you these movies in theaters for something. Wait a minute, you're this giant director. Can't you have them come screen? Can't you get screenings in in India? just tell no, I, mean, I, I mean, getting the a good
0: quality print and uh, that would be difficult. But uh, uh, yeah, no, nowadays, the screens, the digital screens are big and the sound system is good. And I think the last time I watched about four and a half to five years ago, good, bad, uh, ugly, it it still had the uh, same, impact, uh, uh, same impact, especially the way the characters are written. Uh, mm-hmm. uh no uh, uh ugly the the ugly character is yeah. uh, so so good yeah i mean <laughs> that is one one film where you can uh really the, the character wise you can mix humor uh with uh, how do you define the character uh, you can't really call him bad but he's a bad guy uh but mixing humor and, yeah. and a bad guy is is uh, uh, really fantastically done in that. Uh, in that well,
2: movie. they're 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 all bad to some degree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, all
1: of sweet. They,
2: yeah. they, they, they call they call yeah. the Clint Eastwood character the good, but that's only in relation <laughs> to the other two. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a relative term. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. Have you do do you remember do you remember on that one? Do you remember the first time you saw that one, or is it another one of? Uh... Um, um, I think we had uh, we the home
0: rental libraries. I got it on the, uh, the we didn't even have a VHS player in the in in our house, so we have to rent the VHS player and also oh, the wow. uh, and also the cassette uh, video cassette and and uh, and uh, we didn't have a color TV in our house. It's a black and white TV, uh, so. So, so okay, this
1: is what I love
2: so about you're watching a black and white pan and scan. Pan version. and scan at
1: <laughs> 480p. That looks terrible. That looks absolutely yeah, still awful, like it. <laughs> and it's still getting through to you. That's a, you're seeing yeah. about, <laughs> I love that so much because um, it, it it did right. It it affected you. You were um, yeah yeah yeah. And
0: and uh, and I I got that cassette back so many times uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and um, uh, the uh, I think the uh, I, I I vaguely remember the uh, the the rental guy said Why don't you buy it It would uh, <laughs> it would work cheaper for you if you buy it rather than renting it so many times
1: It's probably true uh, That's <laughs> fantastic And have you seen um, I imagine you have since Have you seen the sort of the new longer version with the new scenes put back or the old scenes put back in or uh... no.
2: No, yeah, there's a there's a there's a new version uh, where they have a lot of scenes that were cut for most markets. Oh. and They, they found okay. the material and they like got an
1: the,
2: they got the actors back um, who oh. were still alive uh, to redub themselves. Eli Wallach and Clint Eastwood and oh. Lee Van Cleef, of course, they got a, a guy who sounds like him. Uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it's not a revelation, but it's obviously it's a better movie. I mean, this is the original intent of the movie and that's this that's that happened with once upon a time in the west as well because they that picture was savagely cut after it was released and then uh, they've managed to find most of the pieces and put them back
1: yeah it's uh, it's worth looking for yeah. it's it's sort of the yeah. can version you, can you send a link josh
0: uh, uh i don't know where it is available if it is available on netflix or amazon or any anywhere if you can just send uh, I, me absolutely
1: and, i'm gonna make a note right now um yeah. But the, uh, yeah, it's really, how much longer is it, Joe? I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh,
2: I think it's like 180 or something like that. Instead of like 160. 165.
1: Okay, yes. I mean, there's a lot of new stuff or things, things you haven't seen, some really great scenes. What's interesting to me is it becomes so much clearer that it's Tuco's story, the, the, the ugly, that's Eli Wallach's story, because um, his character really comes to the front in this in an interesting way uh, but i yeah, I think you'll like it. It's like a lot of times they do stuff like that, and it it's to the detriment of the film but um, yeah, I'm a joe i like I like the new version even better uh, so yeah, we will make sure you see that absolutely, and I'm sure um uh, see, something think- will come of this. Yeah, I wonder, Do you think Movies Unlimited ships to uh, to India, Joe? Because we could. Uh,
2: I'm know. sure they do. I mean, good grief! That's our sponsor. Movies Unlimited. That's, I mean, they're they're our sponsor. They must ship everywhere. They ship. Where we right. tell them?
1: That's <laughs> right. We will find out if they have it on Blu. Can <laughs> if we send you an American Blu-ray? Is that? Um,
2: Can you is play that that? Okay, yeah.
1: or is that
0: okay, fantastic. <laughs> and anything about Good Bad, actually that. I would figure out how to see it.
1: Excellent, excellent. So we'll definitely find out if they ship to India. But uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the uh, the new restored version um, on Blu ray, and many of the other movies we discussed in this show, uh, if not all of them, even, uh, are available, as we said, at our sponsors, moviesunlimited.com. They are the expert on movies since 1978. You'll find thousands of titles to choose from, classics, hard to find ones, and new releases as well. So support our sponsor. Be good to yourself. If you click the Movies Unlimited banner on our website and buy your favorites there, uh, you'll find that shipping is always free on orders over $50. So hop on over to MoviesUnlimited.com.
2: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Now I'm really interested to in talk about this one with you because I, I I get it, I have arguments with actually it's my younger friends who are on your side with this, but um I saw Terminator in theaters the day it came out, and I can't even begin to give you a context for that because it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger was not a serious movie star. He was kind of uh I, how would you describe it he he's kind, kind of a, a joke, joke. was kind of a joke Conan notwithstanding and but there was something interesting about the idea of him playing this just relentless remorseless villain the bad guy and I remember walking into a movie theater and knowing nothing about it and just blew my mind and I have always felt um uh and I should warn you Raja we do we we, we fight with our guests sometimes so we might have to get into it but I, I, I've always felt that that it's one of Cameron's best films, if not his best, because he was so limited in his resources. And you, you are a guy, and it makes sense with the kind of movies you make. You're someone who who loves Terminator 2, which yeah. I, how, had you seen the first one when um, when you yeah seen-
0: I saw the first one. Uh, I, uh, I mean, it is a little bit different for me because uh, for me, uh, 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 Schwarzenegger was was uh, like a star for me all uh, uh, by the time i have seen commando i have seen uh, um, yeah. uh, predator, uh, uh predator sure yeah yeah so so i already had a kind of he's a big hero big hero worship kind of thing and when i saw terminator uh, i couldn't digest the fact that he was the villain
1: oh so, okay that's interesting
0: yeah so i was like okay the film is good okay it had some great uh, uh, great movements and all the stuff, but I just couldn't digest the fact that he was uh, 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 villain. So when uh, Terminator Two came, I went into the theater with the—I mean, any action movie comes, I have to go. I have to go watch it. But so, right. so I went. I went with the kind of uh, not too much of expectation, but well, the way <laughs> it opened and. <laughs> and that was just the beginning. Within, I think, within ten minutes, I forgot Arnaz Quasnagar. I forgot everything. The the movie was right. So adrenaline pumping. Uh, okay, here we have intervals. Within an RRR, you see there is an interval that counts. I think you see you guys see the whole movie in one go. But for us, uh, breaking the movie is very important. So we Indian filmmakers create an interval card and stop the movie at one particular position. Hmm. But when uh, uh, American movies or when uh, English movies come in, you don't have an interval. Right. So, what the guy does, the operator uh, does, is that at an appropriate time, he will just stop the movie and put a, a slider saying it's the uh, interval, and people come in. So, each time it will stop at a different point. So, when I went to Terminator 2, what I, again, what I remember the best thing about Terminator 2 is. Uh, it, 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 they stopped at a point where uh, 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 the villain uh, comes chasing. He runs and extends his arm and uh, catches the, the car. Oh, the car, so, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, so uh, turn, uh, Arnold uh, shoots him. He falls down, and that one small piece is left there. Yes, yes. They throw out. It falls onto the ground. The car speeds away. This mm-hmm. guy comes and stops closer to him and it attaches into his foot and he stopped it. Uh, a, a interval came in. You should see the, the expression of the theater. No, I, I stood up and I was looking at everyone's face was like completely open. The eyes are open, the <laughs> mouths are open with wonder and amazement, and no one is speaking, no one is talking. Just they were like walking out of the theater like zombies, you know. And I, I, I remember that, that expression, uh, that expression on the people's face. Uh, again, this is also the time where I wanted to, uh, aspiring to become a director, that I always want to, this is the kind of amazement that I want from my audiences. Uh, by the time a sequence is finished, I want this kind of amazement. Yeah. That is the benchmark for me.
1: Yeah, that's an amazing sequence, and I can see what happens if you just sort of stop it right there and just let let it wash over the audience. Because it was—I mean, the thing with that film, we'd seen little bits and pieces of of that technology. I mean, Cameron in the Abyss, but it really was the introduction of a whole new world of, of filmmaking. You know, the fact that you could do something like that. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, it's it's a great movie. I just—it's I mean, it's funny too, though, what you say because um yeah context is everything like you say when you when you saw schwarzenegger as this big movie star and this hero when you saw the first one um i don't know if it's a wonderful story he uh cameron wanted schwarzenegger to play uh the hero in the first film the michael bean character schwarzenegger wanted to do it and he's this young director and you're going to get the star who's going to get his movie made but he wants to play um but arnold wanted to play the villain and Cameron' famous was like, you know he took the meeting, but he was going to have to, you know, pass on Arnold and go make it with somebody else because he thought that was a terrible idea. And Arnold convinced him that he should play the villain, And that movie is literally why. I mean, that just that turned him into a superstar. that was I think one of the most brilliant things uh, an actor could have done at that point in his career. To play the bad guy, uh, that's yeah. a great story, <laughs> yeah. I love stuff like that. Or, you know, in the good, the bad, the ugly, is it is that the one, Joe? Or is it no? He, he did it in the first film, in um, uh, the first of the trilogy, uh, Fistful of Dollars. Apparently, Clint Eastwood's character had a lot of dialogue, he was just walking through the whole movie, just talking constantly. And he personally went through the script and cut out most of his dialogue, and, oh. <laughs> and it was the same thing. And like that movie came out, and he was now a movie star. <laughs> <So, laughs> He <laughs> had to yeah. wait
2: though because the movie didn't come after three years in America that's right
1: <laughs> yeah it didn't come out until all three- no, they were oh. all
2: they had they waited until all of them were, were done before they released them yeah and, and uh, so we, it, it they were able to it was a, it was a marketing strategy thing from Martin that yeah. an artist they, they saw this as the new James Bond kind of thing and they figure let's hold this and we'll put them all out the same year and it worked
1: how frustrating! Way. I mean, so Clint was still doing rawhide. Well, yeah, was. he was.
2: He, he was, was like, not. He was. He he was in in netherworld uh, for a while, not knowing. Oh, that would have been insanely frustrating. <laughs> no, he seems to have weathered it rather
1: well. Yeah, he, he came through it all right. He sur- <laughs> he survived the experience. Um, I want to ask you one. There's actually only one movie on your list that I have not seen, and I know people love it, and i i I wanna I wanna hear you talk about uh, Kung Fu Panda, Raja. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i i uh, i mean uh, uh unfortunately and uh, i also don't know the exact reason why uh animation films traditionally haven't done well in uh, uh in india really i yeah yeah they don't we don't have a we don't have a market i mean a, a small market for uh, for kids, cartoon stuff. Mm-hmm. But as as film uh, people who love animation film is is a very small uh, niche uh, market uh, kind of thing. I belong to that one. I I loved uh, cartoons as a child. Animation films uh, as I grew up. Uh, actually, the, the best one, if I if you ask me, uh, I, I forgot on the list is the Lion King. Lion King is my, my all-time uh, oh, okay. uh, favorite. Uh, Lion King and Aladdin. Uh, uh, again, again all the movies that I say I have seen that again and again and again. Uh, right. uh, yes, of course, Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda also. after uh, a fair bit of gap, uh, I, I, I didn't find any film, any animation film that was really uh, tugging at my heart which I was really, really enjoying. And suddenly uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda uh, comes up. And uh, uh, so many things about that, uh, about the movie. Uh, I think foremost, uh, uh, first and foremost is like, uh, it had a great storyline. It had a great character transformation, all that stuff. Apart from that, it also had a great, extravaganza uh, a visual which uh, the the films before that didn't have at least the films the animations that I have uh, I have seen didn't have the kind of uh, visual splendor that uh, Kung fu panda had hmm. and and the and the characters and also it uh, uh, the philosoph- philosophical part of it which is uh, uh, Which is so akin to Indian philosophy, where people are uh, more at, you aim for more peace and inner calmness rather than uh, 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 outwardly, uh, worldly positions and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it felt I had so many connections uh, uh, with that uh, that movie.
1: That's great. But
0: but, uh, the foremost thing is that. All the good things about animation films, plus visual splendor. I think that is yeah. what defines uh, Kung Fu Panda for.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not surprising at all um, that you would enjoy animation because I mean your your movie has got such a, a kind of exaggerated visual sense sometimes, especially when it comes to action. It's 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 glorious. Why why do you have any idea why animation is not more popular in India? That seems odd I, to me. I, I know I I, I no idea. I'm, I'm so even, sad about it.
0: <laughs> I,
2: even going yeah. back to Disney and Snow White and Pinocchio and
0: no, Van, no those no. kind of
2: they just never. Huh? Yeah.
0: I I remember when Aladdin came out uh, when it was advertised that that is going to come out. I was again in Madras. I was thinking uh, there will be mad rush for the uh, tickets. I have to run and uh, be in the line early in the morning. Otherwise, I won't get the tickets. I I had because. I had that kind of hero worship uh, for uh, Disney animation films. I thought the whole world was like that, and when I went to the theater, I was so surprised and so disappointed that not so many people were there. And uh, uh, it ran just ran for two or three weeks in Chennai. That was kind of uh, I would say a revelation for me. Okay, people. Okay. Then I I started looking at other animation films. Also, there is uh, no. Uh, somehow, in most of the in- animation doesn't have a good market in it. Hmm.
1: That's that's too interesting. Bad. I, I, might I suggest? I mean, am I wrong? You are, if not the biggest, one of the biggest filmmakers in India right now. Wouldn't wouldn't you be able to to change that? Wouldn't you be able to force them to watch an animated <laughs> film? If I really don't would? know. But I'm contemplating.
0: I'm I'm uh, I'm working on a couple of uh, scripts uh, which would look great. Uh, uh, and the film would look great as an animation film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm contemplating that idea.
1: Oh, wonderful! Wonderful. Yeah. So you could
0: you could change that.
1: You could actually hopefully.
0: I, I would Hope. want to want uh, to because uh, the the question of uh, the topic of Aladdin came up. I wanted to ask. Uh, uh, I'm even though there are many English films that I've seen, I haven't seen the whole lot of them, uh, very few films. I want to, have an. I have an academic question, uh, Joe or Josh, whoever knows the answer. For me, Aladdin is a great film because usually the fairy tales are very, uh, fairy tales have some some great ideas which will kick up the imaginations for everyone, if all the kids and kids and all the adults. But the characters are very, uh, what do you say, black or white, there is no, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what do you say? Color in the character—they're very, very, very bland. Most of the uh, all the fairy tales, I would say. But in Aladdin, the way it was uh, uh, written, you no, know, they had, they they took the fairy tale, but uh, the the hero has many uh, great qualities uh, about him, heroic qualities. But there is a flaw in the character, uh, you know, uh, and. And the character arc developing into a, a, a complete guy by the end of the film. In the process, you go through many uh, adventures, love, fun, humor, all those things. And uh, and there is a, it's a beautiful character arc. Is this the first time that uh, this kind of character arc has been embedded into a fairy tale? Is this the first time? Because after that, I have seen that kind of thing in hundreds of films. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say hundred films, but at least tens of films where they follow the same pattern. Right. You know, the, even Fu Panda, uh, for for example, has that kind of character arc where the character develops into a uh, realizes his full potential uh, kind of thing. But for me, as far as I know, I think Aladdin is the first time it's uh, that has been done in that way.
2: Well, here the the appeal of the movie was that the genie was voiced by. Robin Williams, who was a right. comedian, who, and I, I happen to know the animation director, and, and a lot of the dialogue in, in, in the movie from the part of the genie it was completely made up uh, on mm-hmm. the stage, and, uh, it, and it wasn't plot-oriented. It was, it was just riffs. It was just, right. you know, comedian riffs that he did, and then they edited all that stuff into the movie and animated around it, um, but I don't, I don't think it affected the, the character arc of yeah, the, the other characters.
1: I think more, and I don't know that lens the probably isn't the first. It, it feels like what you're talking about is there's a kind of sensibility that started getting injected more and more into kind of fantasy films, especially not just animated, um, after Star Wars, where um, you know George Lucas talked about uh, Joseph Campbell, are you the um, the hero's journey, and, and kind of using that as a model uh, for a character through a movie. Um, and people became, and that had always been there, but it was like he sort of brought to the forefront and made people think about it on a kind of more surface level. And, and I feel like movies did change, especially movies that were geared towards that kind of audience, either a younger audience or a kind of fantasy film audience, um, where they became more thoughtful about trying to um, make those characters' journeys uh, kind of clearer to an audience, if that makes sense. Because, um, yeah, if you go back to something like Well, no, I mean, Pinocchio, you know, he he definitely evolves. He becomes a real boy by, you know, uh, learning to be a human and learning to embrace his failures and so forth. But I I do feel like, especially in the 80s and 90s in particular, it started to come to the forefront in a lot of movies.
2: Well, George Um, Miller was uh, using that in the Mad Max movies.
1: Oh, sure. He was was a
2: big big Joseph Campbell fan. And you could certainly see it in the uh, Lord of the Rings movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's. I think it's something that became you know that that uh, one big filmmaker kind of popularized, and then a lot of people started kind of following in that. Because um, yeah, it becomes more overt. You know, yeah, like I say, if you go back to those like '40s and '50s Disney animated films, it's not quite so clear. But um you you I you, you had written, and I don't know if you mean uh, one particular film or just the character in general. You'd put Sherlock Holmes on your list. Is that the the character or the Robert Downey film? <laughs> Uh, sorry, which one? I, I lost sure, sure. it. Oh, sorry. No, you, you put Sherlock Holmes on the list. I was wondering if yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah. Uh, that Robert f- Downey.
0: Uh, oh, that's film. Uh, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, uh, uh, I mean, generally, we love Guy Ritchie's kind of style of uh, uh, filmmaking. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Um, uh, uh, Snatch, uh, Lockstock, and... Uh, uh, smoking barrels, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, that movie. Yeah. I mean, there are a number of movies that. Uh, uh, I mean, his his style itself is so captivating, but uh, this is like super cool. Uh, super cool. The the way he stylized the the action, mm-hmm. uh, the way uh, the slow motions, the ramps and uh, cutbacks, and it, it's just the style, the pure uh, style of that. Uh, uh filmmaking is like uh, it's so good
1: it's yeah no it's a lot of fun and i remember you know because like were were you familiar with the sherlock holmes character beforehand and that had that yeah yeah you, book, yeah. Uh, oh, okay holmes, i never know how far these things travel um
0: yeah I, I mean i know uh 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 as a child i i used to read a lot of uh a lot of books uh, uh i i didn't read a lot of uh, sherlock holmes but i know i read uh one or two maybe but uh i know about the uh character uh, not my favorite uh, favorite character uh, uh, say i mean i like it but not not right. in my favorite list but this movie is definitely
1: yeah because i remember you know the the going in it was like the idea of making sherlock holmes into an action film seemed so yeah, bizarre yeah. and uh, yeah. <laughs> He definitely pulled it off are you are you a fan of that one joe or are you uh i like that one i can see you go to yeah it's uh it's it's a it's a good time well, that's funny but yeah that, that makes sense that that would be your favorite Sherlock holmes because <laughs> it's it's got that crazy it's got that amazing stuff uh, you, you need to get
0: in action you need to get in action whatever the character originally is uh, written that's a different thing but uh, uh now you have to get into action to action into anyone <laughs>
1: Yes, uh that, that makes sense. Um let's do let's just do a couple more. Um if we can if we can hold on to you for another couple minutes. Uh I, I wanted to hear you, and I'm I'm sort of saving the the big one for last. Um, but uh you're a Django Unchained fan. Did, uh, I yeah, Django? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: Of course, of course, of course. Uh, uh again, uh, uh not just uh Django Unchained, uh Quentin Tarantino's films, uh, I love them. I, I just put one from uh, uh, his list, and uh, I, I I thought a lot about whether I should put in a Django chain or uh, uh, Kill Bill or um, what is it? What does it mean oh, for, uh, English oh, bastard.
1: English oh, bastard. Sure. Yeah. Okay,
0: I put in Django Chain because the level of intensity of the actors is. Mm-hmm. Is absolutely uh, uh, too much. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Christoph. How do you pronounce it? Christoph Walls.
1: Oh, Christoph Walls, Yep,
0: yep. Christoph Walls and of course Samuel Jackson, and uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the the intensity of their performances and the way you. It, it is very raw. It is very basic. The emotions and the stories. Mm-hmm. The story is very simple. The emotions are. Quite raw. The, the way uh, you experience it is like very, very basic, but the performances are like absolutely top-notch. You you can just get mesmerized by their performances.
2: Had you seen the previous Django movies?
0: No, this is the only one I see.
2: Oh, it's Franco Nero, who is the star of them, is actually in um, this movie too.
0: That's right. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. I haven't seen any of them. This is the
2: How? only
1: one. I've I'm interested in how, because um, I assume are, are are those? Would that have been? Was that dubbed or with subtitles? Or I mean, obviously you speak great English, but I know there's a very large country that you come from where not everyone does. How how do Quentin Tarantino's films play over there? And because uh, so much of uh, what uh, what makes him great is his dialogue, and I wonder how that translates.
0: I know. Yeah. Again see uh, yeah, uh, english films themselves uh, uh, don't have a big market in, uh, in india they do mm. uh, they do have but i'm just compare comparing it with the uh, uh, with a hindi movie or a uh, right. telugu movie that's uh, that's released the market is small that is because there is a large population who, who who don't speak english right um, but even a Small percentage of uh, 1.4 billion people is a big number.
1: Exactly. So, yes. so uh, if you
0: take it as numbers. There are a, a lot of uh, 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 English film lovers. Lot of a lot of fans. Okay, uh, So it, it, it
1: showed when it showed there. It showed in English. Yeah, it shows in English. We don't.
0: We there are few films which dubbed into local languages, but they don't really do well. Uh, that's Whoever expensive. English. Yeah. We yeah. we mostly watch for the, the visuals and the intensity rather than and the, the dialogue. All the films that are successful usually convey the story with the visuals itself more than the dialogue.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I would wonder how he would play to an audience that was, you know, reading subtitles, say, or or I don't know. How would you dub a Tarantino film, Joe? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that, we don't <laughs> uh, that, could be, that could be really difficult um well let's let's do uh I mean, it, it would have been astonishing if uh, this guy was not on your list, but you are an Indiana Jones fan um, yes
0: <laughs> yes, so much. I mean, i'm a huge, huge Steven Spielberg fan uh, uh, like like anyone watches English films in India are Steven Spielberg fans. That is like by default. You don't even need to ask them. Anyone. Uh, so again, I thought, which film office should I put here? <laughs> is it Jaws? Is it Duel? Is it E.T.? Is it? Uh, I mean, so many, so many uh, films. Schindler's list. Almost I love every film office. But again, uh, Indian Jones is like uh Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, I would say, is my all-time favorite. Uh oh wow, again, okay. Yeah, yeah. Riddles of a... the Lost last, last Ark. And I almost uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom didn't release in uh, uh in India because at that time the censor censors objected uh the villain being uh
1: Played, oh, right. I mean, yeah. yeah, no, I would imagine yeah. that would have been a pretty, yeah, I would imagine yeah. that caused a lot of furor over there. I yes. cried.
0: I cried. I cried oh. because it was you not... You couldn't crazy. see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt so sad and I could only watch it years, years later, again on VHS, not on the big screen, but uh, Writers of the Last Ark, I, I watched, I, Writers of the Last Ark, I watched in in a bigger... Town close to my home hometown. It's called rajmandre I watched it in the theater. Uh, I was blown away. And uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I watched it in Chennai, uh, and I watched it many times uh, <laughs>
1: again after. No. I those those two are my favorite. I think the first and the third. Um, I, I I love them, and I remember. I remember. I was working at a movie theater uh, the year Indiana Jones came out, and we were showing, I "Well, we were showing some, it was not a good one, a Richard Pryor movie. And I had friends who worked at the theater. Um, what was it was Bustin' Loose, not a good film, unfortunately. But I had friends who worked in the theater that were showing Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I was so jealous of them because they got to spend, <laughs> you know, they would just go in and watch as much of the movie as they wanted over and over and over all summer. And it was just, uh, but yeah, that's an astonishing, it was an incredible thing when it came out. Um, and I mean, yeah, I, I
0: even liked uh, uh the Crystal Skull, the latest. Oh, wow. oh so you're
1: a hardcore, myself, hardcore, hardcore fan. And, uh, <laughs> uh, did it do well there?
2: Uh, it was disappointing. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, it, I it mean, did. Not, it did well enough, but yeah, yeah uh, not much.
0: I, I could get, I could get the feeling. I was watching it in the theater. I was absolutely loving it, but I could feel it. The, the rest of the audience are not really uh, uh, <laughs> getting interested. So I felt yeah, sad for yes.
1: that, but I loved even that one. And then, I guess there's, there's a new one. In, is it in production now, Joe? Is it post production? I think it's shot now. I think. Isn't I it? think it's shot. Yeah. Yeah. So a new one coming out. Did you know this? Oh, they, they've, they've really? shot a new one. Yeah, oh. uh, Harrison okay. Ford's come back for one more time. I, it's not Spielberg though. It's James Mangold is is directing it. Spielberg's okay. obviously producing. Um, okay okay kind of interesting to see that because he'll be what is he 80 yeah. year old indiana jones something like that
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's as old as his father was
1: in the in the third picture that's right that's <laughs> right um looking forward to that uh well raja thank you man thank you so much for coming on this was such a this is like sometimes you know we really 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 like chase after a guest and it's it was such a thrill to to get it's, you to come on my pleasure it's my pleasure josh and uh, I hope people will see the film. Is there any, here's a question um, before we go. In terms of the movie success over here, and it's, it's hard to tell because it's Netflix and you never know, but my sense being in the kind of bubble of you know movie fanatics is that this is a sort of phenomenon that it's really successful, way more successful, obviously, than Netflix anticipated over here. Is there any chance of this getting any kind of theatrical playing in the US? I mean-
0: uh, this, I mean, you know, uh, all our films, uh, uh, Telugu films release in, uh, 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 in US directly. We released the, the film in uh, in March. Right. Uh, all in the diaspora, they saw the film. It's a hugely successful film there. Successful film there. Uh, then, uh, because we saw there is a lot of interest from the uh, uh, Western audience as well, Americans as well, uh, we tied up with uh, a distribution uh, 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 called Encore. How do you pronounce it? E-N-C-O-R. Yeah, Encore. Yeah, Encore. Yep. Encore, Encore uh, Films, and they are doing selective screens. Uh, uh, it is so heartening to see most of the oh, screens wonderful. are sold out. That's yeah, uh, fantastic. They're they're continuously doing it. Uh, Every week there is a show. Some, I mean, I know U.S. is a huge country, but every Very week large. there is a show somewhere or other. And,
2: uh,
1: oh, that's yeah, fantastic! Is, well, listen, if if great. if you have not seen the film and it is going to be playing in a theater in your town, I'm I'm, I'm I i am i can not stress this enough. Go see it in a movie theater. It's uh, this is a movie you want to see big as it is big so as possible. Fun. It's yeah, yeah. It is an absolute delight, um, and uh, I, I I can't wait to. Um, Uh, having a newborn it's it's hard to find the time to sit down and watch movies the last few weeks but i cannot wait to go back and look at your previous films and uh we are very very excited to see uh, what you come up with next and uh, we'll we'll have you back when the next one comes out
0: Um, Uh, i don't know i mean i just started working on it it'll take some time i think it could go on floors uh uh, early next year Uh,
2: yeah
1: we'll still be here we will still be here yes so best of luck and, and thank you so much and we'll we'll be back next week our show was recorded from several well-stocked bunkers we can't wait to get back to beautiful downtown Burbank we're the official podcast of trailersfromhell.com the best damn movie website there is our engineer is the composer Don Barrett who also transmogrified produced and created our theme song this is Josh Olson for the movies that made me. Stay safe out there, folks.